My name is Ben Greenfield, and on this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast. The beautiful thing about the humic molecule, and it's it's actually being studied all around the world, and, and just so we're clear, they use humic as a tool to remove heavy metals from toxic waste dumps. They used it in Chernobyl. They're using it in Chernobyl to bring areas of land back to being able to grow vegetables and plants. They have used it in astronauts in outer space to keep them from getting heavy loads of heavy metals from radiation because it's so effective as a chelator and remover of heavy metals. Faith, family, fitness, health, performance, nutrition, longevity, ancestral living, biohacking, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. I've used it for years. It's one of my go-to nootropic blends because it's like brain food. It's vegan, it's non-GMO, supports focus and memory and mental energy. 28 research-backed nootropics packed into one teeny tiny bottle. If you've appreciated my work for the last seven years now, you can attribute a great deal of that to this nootropic. It's called Qualia Mind. Qualia Mind. It's fueled my brain for years now. And you feel it within days. I would say within hours after taking it. You can also try it with a 100% money-back guarantee and 15% off. Here's how. Go to neurohacker.com slash BGF and use code BGF at checkout. It's already up to 50% off. You get an extra 15% off the already discounted price and get to try it for 100 days with no financial risk, money-back guarantee, neurohacker.com, N-E-U-R-O, hacker.com slash BGF to try Qualia Mind and get an extra 15% off. How do you like that? Last night, I got my shipment in. That's right. Paleo Valley sent me their fermented meat sticks, which are amazing. They're these beef sticks. I gave a few to some of my friends already, which they love. I actually interviewed um, Stephen Gundry on my podcast, and he talked about how when you look at a lot of these blue zones, the ones that are the highest ranking in terms of longevity eat meat, but the meat that they eat is actually fermented. And that's exactly what they've done with Paleo Valley. They've actually taken really good grass-fed, grass-finished beef. They've fermented, which naturally introduces gut-friendly probiotics, but more importantly, breaks down a lot of the sugars that would normally cause meat to be harmful, concentrates the vitamins, makes it more digestible, and they have fantastic flavors. They got the original, they've got one that's like a summer sausage, they have a garlic sausage, they have a teriyaki, it's probably my favorite. And you can now get your hands on fermented beef sticks that basically blow that Slim Jim beef jerky out of the water. So check out paleovalley.com slash Ben. That's paleovalley.com slash Ben to try out these beef sticks and get 15% off your order. Not just beef sticks, fermented beef sticks. Well, if you're like me, you live a busy life. You don't really have time for many days off. That's why I talk so much about your mitochondria because they generate about 90% of the energy your body uses and keeping your mitochondria strong is one of the best ways to keep fatigue at bay. But these little mitochondria darn things are expensive to run. They use a huge amount of raw materials, especially when it comes to minerals. The problem is most people, including you and me, probably don't get enough minerals. And without minerals, your mitochondria don't have the cofactors they need to make energy. More than 97% of Americans don't get enough potassium. About 80% are deficient in magnesium. 40% are deficient in calcium. And those are three of the big ones. There's close to a dozen other trace minerals that are important for mitochondrial function. And most of us don't get enough of them. And you definitely can't get them from, say, table salt. It turns out that trying to take all the minerals you need by taking single mineral supplements isn't only hard because you need a ton of pills. But it's not the most effective way to get your minerals. That's why I take liquid, humic, and fulvic complexes. These are full spectrum mineral supplements, which means you get all the essential minerals your body needs in one go without a daily handful of massive amounts of pills or very large capsules or anything else that's hard to swallow. I use Beam, Beam, B-E-A-M, Beam Mineral Supplements because they're almost 100% bioavailable. They come in a liquid form that's easy to drink. 
just two bottles. I keep them in my pantry. Throw back a shot a few times a day. They're a great way to refill your mineral stores, especially for those of you out here who are haunting your uh, your sauna on a frequent basis or sweating or doing hot yoga or anything else. Keep your mitochondria running strong. So if you want to up your mineral game, give Beam Minerals a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use code BEN at checkout for 20% off your first order. All right, folks. I don't think I have ever taken a, a very deep dive into minerals on my show before. I've talked a little bit about mineral testing but it's been a long time since I've tackled a lot of the questions that I personally have about minerals, how to use them, how to test them, whether you should take them orally, if they can be absorbed transdermally, capsules versus liquids, etc. Because obviously our bodies are electrical machines, which I've talked about before on the podcast, and each of our cells operates on this very precise electrochemical gradient. But the minerals in your body are what carry that charge throughout your body. So it's important to consider this from a whole health standpoint. And I, I've been using minerals, gosh, ever since I got involved with Ironman triathlon and found that high mineral and high salt intake is what wound up fixing a lot of the overtraining and poor sleep issues I had while competing. And ever since then, I've been very cognizant of minerals and mineral sources. So today's guest on the show is also a mineral enthusiast, so much that she's actually the CEO of a company called Beam Minerals. And I'll let her tell you her story about how she got interested in minerals, but it involved uh, uh, some serious health issues that she wound up fixing with minerals. So she has taken a deep dive into microbiology, molecular biology, cellular biology, agricultural soil science, the study of plant decomposition, and found out a lot about minerals along the way. So her name is Caroline Allen, and everything that you hear on this show in terms of the resources for the podcast, you can find at bengreenfieldlife.com slash beam, bengreenfieldlife.com slash beam, which is the name of Carolyn's minerals company. Beam. What, what what's beam stand for, by the way, Caroline? I'm guessing the M might be something mineral related. Yeah, it's actually it was a, a result of a whiteboard session where we said, "Well, what is our company?" And we said, "Well, we're the best electrolyte and mineral company," which is an acronym for beam. Oh, or beam that's is simple. an acronym for best electrolytes and minerals. Yeah, that's that's way easier to remember than like UNESCO. Uh, or, or NATO. So just best electrolytes and minerals. Easy. I can do that. I can do that. Um, so, so what, uh, by the way, where are you? You're, this looks like a beautiful, like garden of yeah. Eden if people are watching the video. Oh my gosh. I am in the most amazing place. I'm in San Jose and I just found this Airbnb. If anybody wants the link, I'd be happy to provide it. This place is the most amazing, beautiful garden I've almost ever been in. Oh, wow. San Jose is a cool spot. You know, there's a lot of good people down there. Dr. Matthew Cook, who's been on the podcast, uh, Mind Pump Media, their whole fitness studio and gym is down there. My friend Jordan Harbinger, who runs the Jordan Harbinger podcast, is in San Jose. And there's like this fantastic downtown, uh, almost like a, like a nighttime hotspot with all these cool restaurants and food trucks. I forget the name of it, but it's right down there in the main drag downtown. So San Jose is actually a cool spot. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people know how cool it's that city really is. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It awesome. It is. You should hook me up with your friends. I'd love to meet them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring them some, bring some of your minerals. I've, I've got a few, few liquid uh, <laughs> canisters of your minerals up in my fridge and I've actually been dumping them into this big mason glass of water that I have every morning. I put about a shot of your of your fulvic minerals and a shot of your humic minerals in there. And I definitely want to talk more about those. But first, what got you interested in this whole topic of, of, uh, of minerals? Yeah. You know, what happened to me was I was in the corporate world. I was a, a big project manager in the tech world. And I burned out of that. And I had I was in a really bad state. I had flatlined adrenals for like three years two and a half to three years, I had really bad inflammation in my gut. I had um, been gluten intolerant all my life, but I, I'd been gluten-free for like seven years really carefully, and I was never able to get over the gut dysbiosis and bloating and discomfort, elimination issues. I had really bad inflammation in my mouth with deep pockets, gingivitis, oh, um, receding gums, and I know, and, and bone loss in my teeth. I had recurring sinus infections every season, so really depleted immune system. 
What, what was what was your corporate job? Were you like a Navy SEAL or something? <laughs> well, you know what they say about a good project manager? Uh, they get a bigger, more complex, more messed up project to fix. So I just kept getting bigger and bigger projects and more and more uh, responsibility. And at a certain point, I realized, wow, uh, where does this end up? It ends up with me sick in bed. Um, you know, so I, I had to quit. Well, did you go like go to a doctor or anything or get, get blood testing or, you know, kind of go down the rabbit hole from a health standpoint? You know, Ben, I've spent probably, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my health. Um, and the other thing I didn't mention is I had really bad insomnia, had a really hard time sleeping, staying asleep. I'd wake up five times a night. Um, and I went to so many different doctors at the time that, um, I started taking minerals, which the reason that I started trying minerals was that I, uh, met this man, Dan Howard, who's now my business partner in Bean Minerals. And he said, why don't you try these, these plant-based minerals? And I started taking them. And after two months, I went to my dentist and she looked in my mouth. And she was like, oh my gosh, what's changed? The pH in your mouth is totally different. You had your teeth cleaned, your, your gums didn't bleed. What is different? And I thought for a minute, I was like, well, I, I think it's these minerals. That was the only thing that I had changed. After four hmm. months, I went to my naturopath and I had been working with the same naturopath for two and a half years, trying to heal my adrenals, which were completely flatlined, completely flatlined. And I had taken the test, uh, saliva test for adrenals prior to the meeting. And I, she opened the book to look at the results and she, she just was like, wow, look at this. And they were one third of the way up the chart with their natural sawtooth pattern. She was truly amazed. At our, at our previous meeting, she had basically said to me, look, I think you're going to need to take hydrocortisone. And she had given me a prescription for hydrocortisone. So when your naturopath gives you hydrocortisone, you know you've got a real issue. But I wasn't going to do that because I didn't want to get on that kind of merry-go-round. I don't believe in that kind of thing. So um, she was truly amazed. Those were just the beginnings. Over about nine months, I would say eight or nine months, my gut dysbiosis completely healed, my elimination issues. I stopped getting bloating. Um, I stopped craving sugars and salts. So, like salty food and sugary food. Uh, food. I'm not a big candy and that kind of person or sweet eater, but I eat a lot of fruit. Um, mm. And I just, I'd go and instead of sitting down and eating, you know, like a half a pound of grapes, I'd have like four and I'd be like, oh, okay, that's enough. I'm good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I eat a lot of fruit too. Dark chocolate covered strawberries, particularly. <laughs> oh, those are good. That's good. So, so these, uh, these minerals, you know, you, you talked, you talked about the adrenal issues. Now, I think maybe some people might not be aware of the link between the adrenals from a biological standpoint and mineral storage or mineral usage. Can you explain the, the link there? Well, what I like to do, Ben, and generally is kind of where I see, I'm not a scientist. What happened to me is I went down the rabbit hole because of the experience that I had. I was like, how can these little cups of liquid have such a huge effect on so many parts of my health? And so I went down the rabbit hole. And in that process, I learned a lot about the science behind minerals, how they work in the body, how replenishment works, how they affect different systems and and why my minerals were so depleted why i was so deficient um and one of so the reason i'm mentioning is that i like to really stay in the sweet spot i'm going to talk about this from a um overall conceptual perspective like a paradigm shift is what i call it so okay most of us think you know we think about our adrenals and we think about stress and we think okay your adrenals get stressed for let's if you're a performance athlete like like you for instance you're constantly stressing your system um, through via training or going out and putting yourself at the edge of your performance level regularly now that creates stress on the adrenals because you know people don't realize that you know you need so little 
um, adrenaline in your body, like for a whole year, I think it's like, it's like a few tablespoons. That's how, how incredibly powerful adrenaline is. And the whole, of uh, the whole issue of cortisol and how that, how that supports the adrenal system and, and, um, the development of cortisol, people tend to think about this as related to external stimuli. And what I am wanting people to understand is a lot of the stress that they are experiencing is coming from inside, from inside their cells, because literally their cells do not have what they need to operate optimally. They Scientists think that most people have about like 30 to 40% of the minerals in their body that they need to operate optimally, like for full mitochondrial function. So okay. I, I like people to think about like a light in your room. Uh, you know, if you're in a place where you have a light, just dim it down to 40%. And that's how most people's bodies are operating. So the adrenal glands themselves, to my understanding, are kind of a storehouse of some of the mineral deposits within the body, not deposits from like a gallstone or a or a calcium deposition standpoint, but more right. like right. more like the appendix. A lot of people get an appendicitis, don't realize that the appendix actually is sort of a memory house for your biome. And by removing the appendix, you can actually shift the gut microbiome and produce a need for pretty hefty probiotic supplementation and fermented food intake for the rest of your life. If someone would have their adrenal glands removed, you know, that, that would be, of course, a, a mortal uh, mistake to make. However, your minerals would be something you would be removing from the body if you think of the adrenals as kind of like a gas tank for many of the minerals. Of course, they're also in bone and in other tissues, but if the adrenal glands are a storehouse for minerals and the activity of the adrenal glands is in hyperdrive, so to speak, then you would have a higher than normal need for minerals and a, a greater amount of potential buildup of mineral deficiency. Is that kind of the right way to think about this? Yes. And so that's so awesome because we find it across the board that when people start to remineralize their entire body, that it affects their cortisol levels and their ability to have, have uh, optimal or more optimal adrenal function. Right. You, you, would, you would see basically a, an increase in cortisol production if you're using like a Dutch urine test or a salivary hormone test with the idea that you in a hypoadrenal state, when you were in burnout, weren't producing too much cortisol. Although at one point you probably were, you get to the point where you've exhausted the adrenal so much that cortisol output is subpar. Yes, exactly. It's no longer fueling all of the adrenal requirements in the body. Okay, so right. so you said Dan. Right. Yes. This this guy Dan gave yeah. you plant based minerals. And then you, you you said a few minutes ago you were taking like these shots of liquids when you went into your naturopath. What what was this plant based mineral that that this mysterious Dan fella gave to you? <laughs> yeah. So Dan Howard, my business partner, he had a small business at that time selling these minerals and um, essential oils. He was more into essential oils, and it was after hmm. he and so he knew that these minerals could help me. So I started taking them and I was at, at that point, I was like, when they, when I had so many amazing effects, I was like, forget those essential oils. I want to go into business with you. We need to, we need to get this word out about these minerals. So what are they? They are plant-based minerals. And I always kind of joke, say, that's not an oxymoron because most people think of minerals as rocks, shells, bones, because most mineral supplements that you take do come from those things. Yeah, that that are that are just like table salt, right? A lot of people, yeah, or know, salt. salt, salt their food and exactly. think of minerals. Yeah, exactly. So, as a result of the research that I did, you know, the thing is, I I really studied how the replen the mineral replenishment system works in the body, and one of the things that I learned, and I, if you think about rocks and shells, and bones, and then you think about your digestive tract, how well does it actually digest those? Not very well. So 
So rocks, shells, bones. And then the other thing that people don't know, and this is one of my big things that I'm really trying to get out in the world, is that salts. Salts are really useful for acute electrolyte depletion. If you're about to fall over, if you have heat stroke, you should definitely get some salt. But used on a regular basis as your electrolyte replenishment tool, they're irritating to the bladder and kidney. And you can, you can read about that. There's studies about this. So it's actually not a good thing. And I know there's a big, huge thing about using salts um, for electrolyte do-it-yourself, electrolyte replenishment, and all sorts of, I mean, most electrolyte drinks that you buy are salt-based. Most electrolyte supplements are salt-based. These are actually not useful to your body on a regular basis for replenishment. Now, the cool thing is these plant-based minerals and electrolytes, electrolytes are minerals. So when I say minerals, I'm actually including electrolytes. Um, they are really cool substances. I could describe like where they come from. What, where do you think we should go? Uh, yeah, I want to hear about where a plant-based mineral comes from, but that's actually something interesting that you say about salt. It's an issue with some of these modern Uh, ketone supplements as well. They'll bind them to a salt, like a ketone salt powder. The amount that you need to consume to get into ketosis or reap the performance or mental benefits of something like that dictates not only the potential for gastric irritation, but some of the kidney and the bladder irritation that you talked about. And you'll also see some of this in the mucosal membrane and in the lips of people who decide they're going to get all of their electrolyte and mineral intake from hefty use of salt, even if it's good salt, right? Like uh, Florida cell or Kona black salt, or like I use this, this salt called Kalima salt. Celtic salt is another popular one. I'm totally into and, and, and do implement good salt intake with every meal, not only as a flavoring agent, but to get some minerals. But were I to consume all of my minerals from salts, what you'll get is like cracking of the lips, irritation of the mucosal membrane, sometimes the burning sensation when you pee. And yeah, they are different than the type of minerals that I think you're about to discuss, this whole like plant-based mineral type of lens. So yeah, I'd I'd love to hear you explain exactly what a plant-based mineral is and where it comes from. Yeah. So imagine an entire rainforest back when the dinosaurs lived and it decomposed over millennia into this incredibly mineral-rich substance And the substance is called humate, and it's a very black, crystalline substance. There's also other uh, plant-based mineral substances like people have heard of shilajit, shilajit, however you want to say it. Um, And that's more of a pasty substance that comes from the um, Himalayas. The uh, humate, uh, where the humate that we use comes from the United States in the Southwest United States. It's the beautiful thing about it is it's very pure because it comes from beneath the, the surface of the earth. It hasn't had con, uh, contact with modern pollutants and acid rain or anything like that. So it's, it's really pure. So inside of humate, inside this crystalline substance, there are these two molecules and they're truly amazing. One is called fulvic and the other is called humic. And I call these two things together Mother Nature's Mineral Replenishment and Full System Detoxification Technology. They are truly, when I describe it, you're going to really understand they're truly a technology that is designed by something much greater than us because they're freaking amazing. So let's talk about fulvic first. Fulvic is a very, very small molecule. It's much smaller than a cell, and it's an intercellular transporter this word that lots of us have heard called a flavonoid. It carries nutrients, 60 times its weight, its molecular weight of nutrients into the cell. And then it does what no other molecule on earth can do. It changes its polarity. And when it does that, all those nutrients fall off inside the cell. Now they're available to the mitochondria for, uh, as cofactors for energy generation. And what does a mitochondria, what fuels a mitochondria? Amino acids and minerals. So, so then, the, so now it's, it's dropped off these things inside the cell, the nutrients that it's brought in, the mineral content, the electrolyte content. And then what clings to it is bio waste, environmental toxins, 
things like glyphosate um, and uh, free radicals that have gotten in the, inside the cell, and it carries those out of the cell. And it does this through something called the concentration gradient. Now, people who are really a little bit more technical understand that usually things that go across the cell wall barrier require a certain receptor. The amazing thing about the fulvic molecule is it requires no receptor. So any channel that opens up in your cell wall, the fulvic gets a free pass right through the cell in and out. So hmm. that is a, that is a really incredible function. And again, why I call it a technology that you're evolved to utilize. So it, now it's got, it's got all this bio waste, toxins, heavy metals um, can, uh, attached to it, and it carries those out of the cell. And then it does that same thing again. It changes its polarity, and those things drop off inside your bloodstream. Now we have the second part of, the, of, the, of this technology, which is the humic molecule. And these two molecules, humic and fulvic, appear together in nature, always together. So you never see one without the other. So the humic molecule is a very large molecule relative to a cell. It's an extremely strong electrolyte. It's actually a technical term. It's, and it's, it gathers free radicals. So it's exponentially the best antioxidant you can have in your system, like thousands of times more effective than any superfood mix or anything like that. It binds with, uh, so it binds with the free radicals. Uh, it gathers bio waste. It chelates with heavy metals. It's, it's, it's an extremely effective heavy metal chelator. And it also does something with glyphosate, which glyphosate is an herbicide that's um, sprayed on genetically modified foods so the weeds die and the, and the plants live. But the problem is that you ingest that glyphosate and it has all sorts of issues in your gut, which we could talk about another time. But the beautiful thing about the humic molecules is one of the only substances they found thus far that adsorbs it. So it keeps it from absorbing into your system. It actually grabs it or it, it it, uh, the glyphosate clings to the humic molecule, and then the humic molecule builds a biofilm around that glyphosate molecule and starts breaking it down. As soon as it breaks it down, it starts breaking it down, it no longer, the glyphosate can no longer have its negative effects, dysbiosis creating effects in your gut. So, and then ultimately, this humic molecule has so much. Um, weight at a molecular level that it falls out of solution and it leaves your body through the normal elimination channels. Now, many of us who've dealt with detox understand that, you know, you need to make sure that your detoxification channels are open if you're going to do like a heavy metal detox or things like that. The beautiful thing about the humic molecule is that it does not require a specific elimination channel to be open. It uses all the elimination channels in your body, including your sweat, your tears, your snot, your saliva, your rubbing your hands together, and of course, you know, your feces and, and urine. Hmm. So it's, it is, it, and, and in fact, all cellular systems, including like if you, this garden, every single plant in this garden uses humic and fulvic as the uh, in this way as a nutritional enhancement a nutrition uptake enhancement tool and as a full system detoxification tool if the fulvic just to interrupt you for a second the fulvic is such a powerful binder as part of this humate substance that contains the humic acid and the fulvic acids do you need to be careful about the way that you source it? Because I've heard this about shilajit as well, that because of its binding properties, if it's coming from impure soil that might have things like glyphosate or heavy metals or other toxins in there, that you could actually be consuming those in their bound form when you consume the, the humate, the, the fulvic acid and the humic acids. Okay. And so, so based on that, is sourcing important for these type of things? Yeah. Well, so... There was a case in Canada um, several years back where there was a company that um, had a humic supplement 
um, that did prove to have some environmental toxins um, associated with it. And supposedly they were actually getting their humic from a location that was near some sort of toxic waste area. So with every supplement that you ever take, you always have to be absolute, you should absolutely vet where the, where the actual material that's in that supplement is sourced from. Now, the beautiful thing, as I said about ours, is it's, it's truly had no contact with any modern pollutants, even acid rain, So, which is okay. a beautiful thing because it comes from underneath the earth. However, I do want to talk about the heavy metal thing because it's really misunderstood, and I've been studying this really deeply with some of the most world-renowned humic and fulvic experts and I've really had them explain to me. So when people ask for our certificate of analysis, you will see that there are very, 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 very low levels of some heavy metals inside the humic product. And that's because if you take a piece of the earth, your body actually includes heavy metals. Every, I mean, it's, it just exists everywhere. Now, the beautiful thing about the humic molecule, and it's, it's, it's actually being studied all around the earth, all around the world. And, and just so we're clear, they use humic as a tool to remove heavy metals from toxic waste dumps. They used it in Chernobyl. They're using it in Chernobyl to bring areas of land back to being able to grow vegetables and plants. They have used it in astronauts in outer space to keep them from getting heavy loads of heavy metals from radiation um, because it's so effective as a chelator and remover um, of heavy metals. Now, the thing about heavy metals that's really interesting, and, and I'm, I'm really deep in study about this, is that heavy metals are a problem when they're free roaming in your body. The heavy metals that are in the humic molecule are completely bound. Hmm. Uh, now, when you have a, a heavy metal that's free ra- realm, roaming in your body, it has what they call valence, and it can it can bind with things in your body and create all sorts of oxidative stress and other problems in your body, toxicity and other problems. But the but the heavy metals that are bound in the humic molecule are completely bound in it, and they do not come free. And this is hmm. something that's being studied all, all around the world because they're like, how does that, how is that? I mean, truly, the, the humic and fulvic molecules have some what I'll call magical properties simply because, I say magical simply because scientists have not been able to understand how it occurs that way. And it, when you start studying it, you get down into quantum mechanics and quantum mm. biology and things like that. I've used it for years. It's one of my go-to nootropic blends because it's like brain food. It's vegan. It's non-GMO. Supports focus and memory and mental energy. 28 research-backed nootropics packed into one teeny tiny bottle. If you've appreciated my work for the last seven years now, you can attribute a great deal of that to this nootropic. It's called Qualia Mind. Qualia Mind. It's fueled my brain for years now. And you feel it within days. I would say within hours after taking it. You can also try it with a 100% money back guarantee and 15% off. Here's how. Go to neurohacker.com slash BGF and use code BGF at checkout. It's already up to 50% off. You get an extra 15% off the already discounted price and get to try it for 100 days with no financial risk, money-back guarantee, neurohacker.com, N-E-U-R-O, hacker.com slash BGF to try Qualia Mind and get an extra 15% off. How do you like that? Last night, I got my shipment in. That's right. Paleo Valley sent me their fermented meat sticks, which are amazing. They're these beef sticks. I gave a few to some of my friends already, which they love. I actually interviewed um, Stephen Gundry on my podcast, and he talked about how when you look at a lot of these blue zones, 
The ones that are the highest ranking in terms of longevity eat meat, but the meat that they eat is actually fermented. And that's exactly what they've done with Paleo Valley. They've actually taken really good grass-fed, grass-finished beef. They've fermented, which naturally introduces gut-friendly probiotics, but more importantly, breaks down a lot of the sugars that would normally cause meat to be harmful, concentrates the vitamins, makes it more digestible, and they have fantastic flavors. They got the original, they've got one that's like a summer sausage, they have a garlic sausage, they have a teriyaki, it's probably my favorite. And you can now get your hands on fermented beef sticks that basically blow that Slim Jim beef jerky out of the water. So check out paleovalley.com slash Ben. That's paleovalley.com slash Ben to try out these beef sticks and get 15% off your order. Not just beef sticks, fermented beef sticks. Well, if you're like me, you live a busy life. You don't really have time for many days off. That's why I talk so much about your mitochondria because they generate about 90% of the energy your body uses and keeping your mitochondria strong it's one of the best ways to keep fatigue at bay. But these little mitochondria, darn things, are expensive to run. They use a huge amount of raw materials, especially when it comes to minerals. The problem is most people, including you and me, probably don't get enough minerals. And without minerals, your mitochondria don't have the cofactors they need to make energy. More than 97% of Americans don't get enough potassium. About 80% are deficient in magnesium. 40% are deficient in calcium. And those are three of the big ones. There's close to a dozen other trace minerals that are important for mitochondrial function, and most of us don't get enough of them, and you definitely can't get them from, say, table salt. It turns out that trying to take all the minerals you need by taking single mineral supplements isn't only hard because you need a ton of pills, but it's not the most effective way to get your minerals. That's why I take liquid, humic, and fulvic complexes. These are full-spectrum mineral supplements, which means you get all the essential minerals your body needs in one go without a daily handful of massive amounts of pills or very large capsules or anything else that's hard to swallow. I use Beam, Beam, B-E-A-M, Beam Mineral Supplements because they're almost 100% bioavailable. They come in a liquid form that's easy to drink. It's just two bottles. I keep them in my pantry, throw back a shot a few times a day. They're a great way to refill your mineral stores, especially for those of you out here who are haunting your, uh, your sauna on a frequent basis or sweating or doing hot yoga or anything else, keep your mitochondria running strong. So if you want to up your mineral game, give Beam Minerals a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use code BEN at checkout for 20% off your first order. Now, based on this detoxification effect, do people get uh, what many in the industry call like a Herxheimer's reaction or any type of reaction, especially if they have some type of toxin buildup? in response to beginning to use this combination of fulvic and humic acid? Yes. So, so, um, you, people, people rarely, I've never actually heard of anybody having a, a Herxheimer effect with fulvic. Um, and our fulvic product, people t use it as an electrolyte replenishment. They, they take a lot of it. No one has ever reported a single Herxheimer, Herxheimer being, um, like a histamine response. It could be a rash or an ache or a headache or lots of different symptoms. We do have a great article on our website available for people to read about Herxheimer if they want to learn about it. It helps kind of demystify it and helps people understand what's happening. Um, however, with the Humic uh, product, our, that's our MicroBoost product, people can get Herxheimer. Now, the beautiful thing about having a humic product that's a liquid is it's extremely easy to manage that. And all you have to do is do something. I call it the slow introduction method. So I have this glass of water. And just so you know, I um, have autoimmune and I also, I tend to get, um, I'll get Herxheimer if I take like a full daily amount of our MicroBoost and I just shoot it down. Within 24 hours, I might get a pimple on my nose or I might get a little rash. Um, I've even had hives from it. Um, but what I do is I just put it in my glass of water in the morning and I drink that, no herks. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is giving your body a little bit more time to adapt and utilize that, that detoxification capacity over a period of time. And that's, again, what's so beautiful about having these liquids, because now you can use the fulvic as a nutrient enhancer and as a, um, as a 
electrolyte replenishment tool that's not that is not salt based. Um, so it's not going to cause those other symptoms and is also completely bioavailable. Now, this is one of the most amazing things about um, plant-based minerals. First of all, your your gut is really, even if you take humate powder. Yeah. Well, the, by, by the way, and, the, and you might be getting at something I wanted to ask you. Why, why couldn't you just use like an encapsulated or powdered version and kind of get rid of some of the volume that you would experience when using or traveling with the liquid? So you can use, we have capsules and you can use the capsules. Again, if you're somebody who gets Herxheimer, that could be an issue for you because you might get too much of the humic and your body might go into some sort of detox effect. The beautiful thing about the liquids is that you can, if you're somebody who's very sensitive, you can titrate up over time, start with it with people who are very sensitive. We have them start with maybe a half teaspoon of humic in a four ounce glass of water, drink it over. And then over time, they build up to the full half an ounce um, of, of the product daily. Okay. Could, could you, could you theoretically like concentrate it in like a liquid dropper to where it's hyper concentrated for better bioavailability and have something like a dropper bottle of fulvate or humic when you travel? Yeah. Well, just so you know, we are working on a product for people for travel that is going to be truly amazing and still have the have the full bioavailability properties of our liquid um that's down the way a little bit but um the problem with concentrating electrolyte products is that they lose their electrolyte capacity Hmm. that this literally the electrical charge becomes less now you know how much less I can't tell you. What I can tell you is that so many people, so many of our customers who have used concentrates, cell salts, um, other concentrated, I won't name any brands, but other concentrated humic and fulvic brands, and then they start using ours and they are like, wow, I can really feel the difference. After short periods of time, they can really feel the difference. Now, that's that's for a lot of reasons. It's about the way that we manufacture our products, which is zero chemicals. Um, the extraction process is very gentle, which means that we retain as much of the electrolyte, that, that electrical um, power as possible. Based on the binding potential of it, do you need to separate it from other supplements like you would with, say, like activated charcoal because it would bind to those supplements and just make really expensive, you know? poop or tears or urine or whatever? Well, you know, what I say to people is if you're doing a detox protocol with someone and it's a very intensive chelation protocol or some sort of other environmental glyphosate, uh, although people use humic for glyphosate uh, remediation in the body, but um, I... From the research that I've done, I see no problem with taking the humic and fulvic while you're doing those detox protocols. Now, if you're just, once you're done with that protocol, the best thing that you can do for your body for ongoing, continuous detoxification, removing environmental um, toxins that you come in, in contact with, including you know, glyphosates and, and dioxin and, and um, PFAS and heavy and uh, nano, nanoplastics and heavy metals. I mean, literally, humic works with all of those components. So what I say is you, you don't need charcoal. If, you're, if yeah. you're using humic and fulvic regularly, there is no reason to use these other binders. Okay. Now, now what, what about the, what, what I mean by this, though, is like, if I'm taking a supplement like NAD or vitamin D or creatine or something like that, should I not be washing it down with a glass of water that also has fulvic acid in it? Absolutely. And that's, yes. So what I tell people is if you're using fulvic, think of it as a delivery mechanism. It makes all of the nutrition, all of the supplementation that you put into your mouth more bioavailable because it carries it into the cell. Okay, so it's kind of the opposite of what I'm theorizing. It would, in fact, allow yes. for increased bioavailability by binding and carrying those across the cell membrane. Exactly. Okay. 
In fact, you know, people who use our products for a long time find that, um, you know, if they have even a very small amount of alcohol, they get high like very quickly because oh. their their nutri- their nutritional uptake mechanism in their body is extremely effective and efficient. Okay, I'm definitely gonna have to try that tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself a margarita with fulvic acid and just get more out of that tequila. Well, believe me, I have had people do that. <laughs> I've I've had people do that. So um, the other thing I want to mention that I didn't mention, because it's another component of the aspect of the humic molecule. One of the things the humic molecule also does, and it's extremely important for people like you, performance athletes, who deal with hydration issues or that feeling of never feeling um, replenished, never being able to back get back to a feeling of fully replenished. The humic molecule interacts with the cell wall and it increases cell wall permeability. So the way I like to describe that to people is if you're in a room and you've got like two windows and two and a door, now if you triple those, now you have more availability for things to go in and out of the room more easily, more quickly, more efficiently. So the humic and fulvic work together in that way because the humic opens more channels and the fulvic carries more things in and out of the cell. Hmm. So it's extremely effective for uh, athletes. Uh, I, I work with a lot of aging performance athletes who have used a whole lot of magnesium in their life um, trying to get back to that sense of replenishment or they're dealing with cramping or fasciculation, you know, the creepy crawlies. And um, once they start using our minerals regularly and I get them off the megadose measured in milligrams um, amounts of other of electrolyte replenishment that they're using, their body comes back into like this balance. They stop having cramping. They start to feel hydrated. They start to feel actually replenished even during their training cycles. Gotcha. It's really cool. Interesting. Is somebody cutting down your garden with a chainsaw right now? Do you hear something loud? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is that like a weed eater? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's no, okay. It's, it's I think not somebody's bad. doing a. It just. It's, it's just not en- my garden. It's the neighbor. Okay, it just enhances <laughs> the natural gardening aspect of this podcast, and that actually relates <laughs> to something I wanted to ask you. I've got I've got eight raised garden beds, and what I'm theorizing here is if I were to have good humate, couldn't I add it to that soil and by doing so increase the mineral bioavailability of the plants that I'm growing at home? Yes. And in fact, what I, one of the things I like people to think about, even in your backyard organic garden, when you grow a plant in soil, the way that that plant structure is actually built is with minerals that are sucked from the soil. So it's one thing to put humus and leaf matter and, you know, compost and, and other, and, and nitrates and things back into your soil. It's another thing to get the minerals, and I'm specifically talking about the humic and fulvic back in your soil. If you can get that humic and fulvic back in your soil, you will be amazed. I grew a beet that was like, I don't know if you can see, it's, it was like eight inches across by hmm. using our humic and fulvic. That's kind, of, that's kind of interesting. I interviewed a guy yesterday who uses uh, quantum technologies and also referred to his giant-sized beets. So apparently beets are the vegetable to uh to investigate if you're studying the effects of quantum energy or 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 humus on the soil you know the 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 thing with the humic uh or or the uh, the humic acid and the fulvic acids in the soil surely it wouldn't really be um financially prudent to purchase your product and dump it all over in my garden do they actually sell at uh home and garden centers or something like that some type of soil that's already enriched or not at home and garden centers very much. You can actually at a very high end one, you might, but online you can readily find good humic and fulvic um, supplements for your garden, for your soil, soil amendment. And okay. we've actually thought about creating some plant products, um, but it's, it's a whole nother world. So we're, we're focusing okay. on humans right now, humans and, and pets. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean pets? Well, we've also created uh, some products for cats and dogs. I, I've been I've learned a lot because I I got involved with some women who run a parent and pet longevity summit, and this one woman her, her name is Penny Zoolittle. She's a zoologist. Uh-huh. She did a really cool thing in her zoo. 
she took our microboost and she took it around to every single animal in the zoo. And she put down a bowl of water, just regular old water, and she put down a bowl of water with our microboost in it. And she said every single animal drank the one with the microboost in it before they touched the other water. Yeah, animals have a weird, they have a weird innate intelligence. They'll do the same thing with structured water. My dad's in those experiments with his structured water facilities on farms, and the cattle always go towards the water that's been passed through the the agricultural-based structured water filter he produces. It's kind of weird. It's almost like a sixth spidey sense that animals have on some of this stuff. I interviewed a guy years ago about the natural intelligence of animals when it comes to food, liquid, and nutrient selection. I may hunt that down and put it in the show notes. I'm blanking on his last name. His first name is Frank, but he wrote a whole book about the built-in intelligence of animals and how it applies to humans. So it is super interesting. And when it comes to the component of adding this to the garden, giving it to pets, using it on yourself, et cetera, does it matter if it is taken with a meal versus on an empty stomach? No, that is a beautiful thing is because our minerals have no caloric intake, so they don't break a fast and they don't bother most people's stomach. Again, if you are a sensitive person, I would recommend if you're going to do the microboost that you just take that with a little bit of water, but it can absolutely be taken, absolutely be taken on an empty stomach, both of them. Okay. I also noticed you have a spray, like a mineral spray. Tell me about that and, and the effects of minerals transdermally in terms of the absorption. Is this, just, is this just for like a muscle cramping or are these actually absorbed and available systemically? So think about that fulvic molecule and how small it is. It's much smaller than a cell. So the beautiful thing is if you take this spray that we have and you spray it on your hand, on your arm, by the t it actually takes only three seconds, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Some of that fulvic has already absorbed through the tissue. It's also reinvigorated the electrical system in the area because it's such a strong electrolyte, and it's brought... Uh, the minerals directly into the cells and also started detoxification. So if you have a cramp, even if, you know, one of the things I like to uh, help people understand is that every cramp in the body is mineral depletion, whether it's menstrual cramps, leg cramps, tension headaches, or a heart attack. These are all mineral depletion in a specific area of the body. So imagine you can literally <clears throat> spray it on to a specific area. For people who have night cramps, this is, I mean, it's life-changing. Hmm. We have lots of people who've had, they get cramps every night. What we tell them is take the spray home, spray it on your legs before you go to bed. Most people will not get cramps. Huh. That, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really, it's, imagine being able to put the minerals where you want them on your body and have them be able to absorb directly in. We have people who get menstrual cramps, they spray it on. Now, if you do get menstrual cramps and you take, you know, regularly and you take the minerals regularly, most women stop having cramping. Yeah, you know, not all cramps are due to mineral depletion though. I gotta correct you there. A cramp is an alpha motor neuron reflex that can be responsive to mineral depletion. But even in someone who has adequate minerals, it can also be due to things like glycogen depletion in heavily worked muscle, uh, contraction of the muscle that is over and above what someone has experienced in training, such as someone who's never run 26.2 miles and has maybe run 18 miles, getting to mile 20 in the marathon and cramping. Sometimes their mineral and glycogen levels are just fine, but it's a protective mechanism that kicks in uh, by the central governor of the brain to deactivate and protect the muscle. And this is why sometimes you'll hear about people using like pickle juice and it reversing a cramp, but the amount of time that that takes when the pickle juice is simply in the mouth is not enough for it to have been absorbed. And it's actually a, a, an inhibition of that alpha motor neuron reflex that occurs in response to a very sour or bitter taste profile. However, I would estimate that probably 70 to 80% of the cramping that you do see out there is due to mineral depletion. I just wouldn't say all of it is due to mineral depletion. And, and I totally, I, I'm right there with you. And the only thing is that I think if you follow it all the way down, the reason that response is happening is because there is extreme depletion 
in that local, in those local areas, the body's saying, look, I'm not going to be able to do this. We have to shut everything down. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. That's it's possible. an interesting, it would be an interesting yeah. thing to, yeah. it's just that when I get, when I really studied cells and, and the mitochondria and all of the detail inside of how energy is generated in the body. I mean, I, I think that's absolutely incredible what you said um, and, and accurate. And if we just keep going down to the bottom level of everything, you get to minerals and amino acids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also when you hold a hammer, the world looks like a nail, but I, I still, I still get what you're saying about, <laughs> about minerals. Now, now what about, what about the whole testing component? Do you, do you, do you do much in the way of like, um, like hair mineral testing or, or is there a good way to actually analyze minerals or let's say somebody were to use your product or, or some other sort of mineral mechanism? What's the best way to track the efficacy of this or see if you're depleted in the first place, in your opinion? Well, so first of all, what people ask me, and I've, I've actually asked lots of doctors, you know, how do you know if your, your patient is depleted in, of minerals? And they say they're, they're, they come in to see me, meaning that we are all mineral deficient. All of us are mineral deficient, unless you, I mean, we're all deficient. I, actually, that's not true. I'm sorry. Anybody who's not supplementing with minerals and provide and really looking at their diet very carefully is deficient. Now, it's, it is really useful to find out what's happening in your body um, relative to your mineral balances, your mineral levels and electrolytes, etc. I've done a lot of study about different mechanisms for, for testing. A lot of people are really into hair analysis and hair analysis is good, but I actually think a much better tool for mineral analysis is something called OligaScan. And the OligaScan uses photospectrometry, which is a very, very stable science used in um, uh, material sciences. And it uses a very bright light that is shined into your tissue. It's non-invasive. And it returns data to at which goes through an algorithm, which tells you your levels of all of your beneficial minerals, your electrolytes, your heavy metals. It also tells you quite a few vitamins, overall oxidative stress. It's, and it's, it's, I've tested it with other methods to see. I've had lots of people vet this who are much more, much smarter than me. And um, they have all agreed that it is truly the state of the art of mineral testing for the body. Yeah, you know, a couple of times at health fairs or whatnot, I've actually gotten an oligo scan and, and seen the spectrometry analysis. But I'm curious: is that something someone can uh, can someone like get that ordered to their home? Like, can you can you buy on Amazon or somewhere like your own oligo scan? You you can the you could buy the actual machine that will do the scan, but to do the actual um, use the actual app, software algorithm, you have to purchase it. It's really a practitioner level thing. Okay. Um, it is a it's so you have to find um, and we can I can provide you the link of where you can go to find out uh, where you could get one. Um, you know the thing about the beautiful thing about looking at someone's scan is if you find a really knowledgeable practitioner, they will be able to look at your scan and tell you based on not only just whether you're severely depleted in one area or another, but how the balances are between your your mineral in between minerals. So one of the things I like people to begin to shift their idea about is your your body's not a car. You can't just like you know, I need magnesium, throw in magnesium, I need potassium, throw in my potassium, et cetera, because these things work in balanced pairs. And when you look at somebody's um, mineral scan, it might say, you know, you have, you're, you're fine in, you know, magnesium and potassium, but it also might tell you that your ratios are off and that that puts that in, actually into a red, into a not, not a good state. Hmm. So what often happens with with athletes is they may not have low magnesium, but they may have cramping and they think, oh, I've got cramping. I need more magnesium. They put in more magnesium. They get give themselves, say, magnesium citrate, and then they end up getting even worse cramping hmm. because it's not about how much magnesium they have. It's about the balance 
between the two. So this is part of teaching and, and educating people about minerals is to help them begin to understand how minerals actually work in the body. It's it's not like you can just throw in, you know, a whole bunch and hope that it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, the oligo sand certainly sounds more convenient than a haircut and uh, stuffing your hair into an envelope and sending it off. And, you know, it's interesting, too. I can attest to what you said about balances because someone once told me I should be supplementing with potassium because whatever, I'm an athlete, I'm exercising in hot weather, I'm doing saunas, etc. I began to do so. And within a day was cramping severely and had night cramps. And yeah, so I, I've experienced exactly. exactly what you've noted. Just because a mineral is reported to be good, I think that a more customized, personalized approach, whether an oligo scan or hair mineral testing or whatever, to see what your actual ratios are is is pretty darn important. So um, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Well, can I say one other thing about it? It's really important to think about this, Cope. So we have, and and you know, you're a biohacker. You're a person who spends a lot of time um, supporting their body and figuring out how to best support your body. And, you know, some, somewhere along the way, some scientists said, you know, you need so many milligrams of potassium every day and so many milligrams of magnesium, et cetera. And what I've learned in the research that I've done is that is absolutely ludicrous that you would know how many milligrams of, of magnesium or potassium you need is it's, it's ludicrous. And, and that you and I would need, because we're both adults, would need the same amount, et cetera. So one of the things that I, the reason that I found that the plant-based humic and fulvic substances are so effective, and I've seen this across the board where people will come to our booth, they get the oligoscan, and then they start taking our minerals. They come back a year later, and then they had really bad depletions or imbalances in their scan. They take our minerals for a year. They come back and they're, all their levels are all, they're like great. And it's not like they went out and tried to fill some big depletion that they had of magnesium or whatever it was, potassium or chromium or whatever it was. They didn't go out and take pills. They just infused their body with this super bioavailable form of full spectrum minerals and then their body got to pick and choose what it needed, when it needed, how it needed it. Yeah. I mean, you do have to be careful with that approach because obviously, you know, based on Roger Williams' book way back in the 60s on biochemical individuality, there are a wide variety of mostly genetically driven responses when it comes to vitamin D excretion rates and the potential for vitamin D toxicity due to exactly. vitamin D supplementation or exactly. arterial calcification or, for example, you know, the use of SSRIs or even some nootropics and smart drugs when it comes to your genetic uh, COMT and other serotonin and dopamine driven variants that dictate that. I think you, exactly. you do want to make sure that you're not just throwing everything into the, I'm going to take this and the body's innate intelligence is going to figure out what to do with it. But when it comes to minerals in particular, I do think that this full spectrum approach is pretty wise versus say like mega dosing with magnesium or potassium or, or calcium or anything else. And, and, uh, I haven't done a whole lot of mineral testing myself, but I think at one point, maybe what I'll do is kind of like commit to a good few months of this humate supplementation, see what happens to my own levels. Cause I'd actually be curious. I'm already in the past month using your product, about a cap full of each regularly, uh, the fulvic and the humic acid that I, again, like I mentioned, just add my morning glass of water and I like it. I mean, I, I feel like it's really supportive as well with my, mm -hmm. my sauna and my outdoor exercise and especially for the adrenal glands, like you mentioned. So, so the, the product is called beam. Um, I'm going to put all the show notes at bengreenfieldlife.com slash beam. Carolyn, if you can remember to send me the information on that oligo scan device or protocol, that would be interesting. Cause even if it's not the average person ordering, I have a lot of health practitioners who listen in who might be interested in that for their own patients or their own clients. And, um, man, you're, you're making me wish I was outdoor in a garden right now. So I, I'm going to have to go outside after this podcast and <laughs> dig around in the dirt. It is so nice out. Yeah. Uh, thanks for uh, uh, not being bummed out about that, whatever the saw was that was going on, because it's really nice to be outside. I spend so much time inside at my computer. Yeah, that's okay. It just made it sound like a horror flick. Um, anyways, though, so so folks, uh, tr try out this stuff if you want to. Fulvic and humic acid. 
Uh, the human, the fulvic is called electrolyzed. The humic is called micro boost. They're on Carolyn's website along with her spray and her pet products. And I, I met Carolyn at a health conference and was just really intrigued with her stuff. And I've been testing it myself. So I figured it'd be cool to talk about this whole concept of fulvic and humic acids. And if you have questions or comments or feedback of your own, you can leave them in the show notes again at bengreenfieldlife.com slash beam. And Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on the show and doing this. Hey, Ben, thanks so much for having me. I, it was great to talk to you. I learned some things and uh, I look forward to getting to know you more in the future. Awesome. Awesome. All right, folks. So I'm Ben Greenfield and Carolyn Allen from Beam Minerals, signing out from bengreenfieldlife.com. Have an amazing week. More than ever these days, people like you and me need a fresh, entertaining, well-informed, and often outside-the-box approach to discovering the health and happiness and hope that we all crave. So I hope I've been able to do that for you on this episode today. And if you liked it, or if you love what I'm up to, then please leave me a review on your preferred podcast listening channel, wherever that might be, and just find the Ben Greenfield Life episode. Say something nice. Thanks so much. It means a lot. In compliance with the FTC guidelines, please assume the following about links and posts on this site. Most of the links going to products are often affiliate links, of which I receive a small commission from sales of certain items. But the price is the same for you, and sometimes I even get to share a unique and somewhat significant discount with you. In some cases, I might also be an investor in a company I mention. I'm the founder, for example, of Keon LLC, the makers of Keon branded supplements and products, which I talk about quite a bit. Regardless of the relationship, if I post or talk about an affiliate link to a product, it is indeed something I personally use, support, and with full authenticity and transparency recommend in good conscience. I personally vet each and every product that I talk about. My first priority is providing valuable information and resources to you that help you positively optimize your mind, body, and spirit. And I'll only ever link to products or resources, affiliate or otherwise, that fit within this purpose. So there's your fancy legal disclaimer.